All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is BC. This is another episode of Supreme Being. We have another uh, special interview today with Joseph, who's another Modern Success member and doing very, very well. Uh, as you know, this spot, uh, sorry, this podcast is sponsored by TBC, my real estate team. Uh, if you guys are interested in anything real estate, you need help, we can help you or direct you to the top people on the planet. Go to teambcsold.com and shoot us a message. Number two, if you're affiliated in any way, shape, or form with real estate and you want to partner with myself and my team, you can check that out at partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, if you guys are not a part of this Modern Success Program at Community, uh, go to the Instagram bio, go to my Instagram bio, go to briancasella.com and get signed up because these interviews are featuring these individuals and they're beasts in their own right, okay? So Joseph, welcome to the show, man. Uh, for the portion of my audience that may not know you, even though we're compared constantly, apparently we're twins and we look the same, uh, give a short little minute or two introduction for them so they get to know you a little bit better. Awesome. Uh, well, first of all, like always, man, got to say thank you so much for having me here. It's an honor to be on this podcast. I listen to it all the time. I love it when I'm driving to my office in the morning and, awesome. you know, just get amped up. Um, my name is Joseph. I'm with the Kalina Brothers. We are located in Georgia and we are a team of brothers Let's see, been selling real estate for, I think, um, about a year under you, about a year after you is when nice. we got licensed. And for a little while, we sold houses separately, but about a year and a half to two years into our career, people said, well, you guys are brothers, right? Well, y'all like the property brothers. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, you know, after hearing that annoyingly so, so many times, we thought, you know what? Maybe they're right. That maybe they're on to something. So then we gave it a shot and uh, it's actually a very powerful marketing image. And when we go on appointments, people know that they don't have one, but they have two representatives. Nice. So. Awesome, man. Uh, so we're going to talk about real estate a little bit later in the interview, but let, let's talk before real estate, right? Because uh, the little bit I know, it looked like, you, like were in a, yeah, you were in a band before. So give people the inside scoop about maybe like your early childhood, teenage years, and then kind of what you did leading up until you getting into real estate. Did you talk to Kevin? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No. Dude, we hung out. We talked a lot. Awesome. That's awesome, yep. man. Good guy. So let's see. Teenage years. It goes back to when I was 14. I got my first drum kit. Nice. I wanted to play drums because... <laughs> Let's face it, everybody played guitar. Everybody plays guitar, and guitar's awesome. You know, I love a good guitar solo, but I want to do something different. So my mom was lucky enough to hear me practice all the time in our family room. <laughs> and uh, God, God bless her, man. And let's see, for about, about a decade, me and my brothers, we always played in bands. That was our, our main outlet. None of us were really good at sports, so we had to be good at something to get the ladies. I mean, come on. If you're not good at sports, what's the next best thing? Music. And so we played rock and roll for about 10 years, always with my brothers. Like, we had our brothers and then a couple of our best friends filling in, playing different things. And it got to a point where it was counterproductive in our life. Uh, I know it was really fun. Don't get me wrong. We had a lot of good memories. A lot of good memories. Some of them I can't talk about anymore. But anyways, 
it got to a point where, you know, it back in the day, I imagine that I viewed it much like, kind of like how you viewed your basketball career. Like for a long period of my, of my life, that's what I wanted to do. And we took it very seriously. We actually were self-managed. I managed most of what we did. I booked our gigs. I, I emailed and called so many different venues. It was really my first experience in sales and I didn't even know it because I had to call so many venues and email hundreds of venues just to get two or three that said, maybe. Yeah. Uh, be like, do you guys suck? Y'all, <laughs> y'all don't suck, do you? And we actually practiced a lot. Like we practiced so many days a week probably like four or five days a week. And we actually were really good. I, I will say that with 100% confidence. And in 2013, which was towards the end of our quote unquote career, we won the Atlanta hard rock battle of the bands, which started out with over 400 bands and we came in first place. Wow. So that was pretty cool. And it was an insane gig. They were like, the place was so packed. There were, you couldn't even move and everybody was loud. It was awesome. But it was at that point where we kind of had a fork in the road in our lives, as many of us do. And it was to the point where it was like, okay, we could either get really serious, invest in a van, tour, tour the United States, record a full length, you know, album that actually sounds good, that's professional quality, and try to make it in this crazy industry. Or we could pursue something else. And I don't know if you know this, Brian, we're actually second generation real estate. Uh, so our mom growing up, she, she sold real estate here in Georgia, specifically Gwinnett County for the past 40 years. And always tried to tell us that when we turn 18, we need to get our real estate license. Yeah. Well, of course, back then when we were, when we turned 18, I mean, we knew fucking everything you know? <laughs> and we knew more than my mom. Like we didn't want to do that, that boring stuff. You know, we wanted to like keep our long hair and, you know, yeah, right. do crazy shit all the time. So I remember a night, you know, it's funny how you remember moments. I remember one night and I tell this story all the time. My, my brother's sick of me telling it, but I, <laughs> but it's, it's what I remember. It was a late night and we were in one of my friend's backyards and we had an airsoft gun. We were shooting beer bottles out of a tree we were putting these beer bottles <laughs> they were empty and it was like three in the morning and we were just shooting them and and all of a sudden like my brother just kind of turns to me and he says you know what man what are we doing and i was like we're shooting beer bottles out of a tree man what are you talking about and he goes dude let's just get our real estate license and i said you know what you're right so we actually cut our hair. That was huge. That was huge because <laughs> at that time, I know it sounds, it sounds so ridiculous and it like is ridiculous. But at that time, that was like the first time I've ever had an identity crisis because my hair was like my identity for over 10 years. Yeah. And I purposely, you know, was a punk and purposely dressed like shit and, you know, almost liked people not liking me because I had, I didn't even realize it until after it was probably when I turned 26 when I started reading my very first self-help book because the longest time I was embarrassed by that I was embarrassed by like you know I don't need help no I don't need like positivity of my life you know like fuck that <laughs> and 
finally, like when I embraced it and like I said, cut my hair, accepted this new identity um, and just embraced the fact that I wasn't truly happy with what I was doing. That's what it was. And I started going to the gym, started working out for the first time. Like I was never growing up. I was never a gym guy. I made fun of people in the gym. You know, I was like, Oh, you know, they're look at those gym guys. And now like I am that guy, but I can tell you what though, now with what I've embraced with self-help, with positivity, having a positive attitude, being okay with, with people making fun of you for whatever. And, and, working out, going to the gym, embracing the positive mindset. Um, I was able to find a beautiful wife out of that. Uh, before I was attracting, <laughs> not, not the best, not, uh, not the kind of girl you'd, you'd want to take home to your mom. Right. Uh, so, uh, through that, I can 100% say that my life is a hundred percent more fulfilling now than it was 10 years ago. And it's crazy. People say, I remember when I was growing up, people always said, you know, enjoy your twenties. They're the best years of your lives. And that's bullshit because I'm 32 now. And like, dude, life is freaking awesome. 10 times better than it was when I was in my twenties. Awesome. Man. What a story, dude. I didn't know a lot of that stuff. Like I didn't know your second gener generation in real estate. I didn't know you guys had the band that long. I didn't know you won that competition. So that's cool, man. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, and you know, very good memories from playing in the band. Like it was really fun. Uh, and I would credit, like it didn't go to waste because a lot of the skills that I learned from booking shows, self-managing the band, as well as playing on the yeah. stage in front of people are all what I attribute to my sales skills today. You know, they all kind of built on top of each other, much like how I imagine that the skills that you had while playing sports helped you. Am Absolutely, right? man. Yeah. And I was actually uh, going to ask you that question. And you answered it, right? I was going to say, what did you take and what were you able to take from, you know, those years? And absolutely. Like one example is transitioning because, you know, me being a point guard, most of the years that I played, naturally I was the captain of the team. So when it came to being in leadership positions, it was a little bit easier for me not to say that I was a natural born leader, but assuming that role taking charge and then being used to being the shot caller, it, it was a little bit more natural for me because I had done it for so year, uh, so many years, except it was once on the hardwood floor, you know, between the lines and now it's in the office setting or with my clients. So we just had to make that transition from doing it on the court to off the court. Right. You're speaking so, my language now. Absolutely. Yeah. So now fast forward, right? You make the decision. You guys are shooting the airsoft guns. The, the decision is made. Let's get our license. Was it an immediate thing? You guys got your license and you were rocking and rolling or did it take a couple months? What did that look like? Oh man. So my story or the story, you know, I've been listening to your interviews and, and that's so awesome. I'm, I'm so happy you started doing that and we could hear some of our fellow modern successors as I call them. <laughs> you know, I kind of just made that name up myself. Modern <laughs> successors. I like there it. But um, the one that really stood out to me was, uh, Ronnie, AKA Ronnie. And then I asked him, I was like, dude, which one do I call you? He's like, either one, man. Like everybody says it different. And you know, like, I guess it depends on what kind of mood I'm in, but right. Ronnie definitely is, is stronger, but, uh, no, Ronnie's story really resonated with me because it was, um, it was a tough road to get started. You know, I did have the mindset 
first of all, I did say we are second generation, but I do want to make it clear that we did not work with or for my mom because we wanted our own success and we didn't want to be, have that connotation of, Oh, (laughs) you guys are working for your mom. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, 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 no. So um, we did go our own route for better or for worse. And although my mom was there to answer, you know, certain questions about like contracts, she never really taught us, you know, about the actual sales skills or anything like that. First of all, my mom knows what she's doing and she's really good at what she does, but she's not good at teaching that number one. And number two, me and my brother were too stubborn and too arrogant to uh, seek help. So the first year was very slim. I actually was, was starving for my first year and a half. Um, like literally like starving in the most dead I've ever been in. Um, had to eat like ramen noodles and, and shit like that. And <laughs> we've and all been finally, there. We've all been there, man. Yeah. I mean, and finally about after a year and a half, I had my first sale, which was actually the most difficult sale, most difficult clients I've ever had to date. And I think you've touched base on this before. You've said the same exact thing, but not only that, but right after that closing, I had another closing that same day. And it was the most money I've ever made like in my life at that time. Like I yeah. never imagined like, you know, for years after I graduated high school, I, I worked as a forklift operator in a warehouse. And that's all I did was drive a forklift and play music and get fucked up. And that was it, you know? Uh, so to make like that big check, like I didn't even know what the hell to do. Well, around that time, it's, it's just crazy how things appear when you're ready. Like when you're ready, the teacher shall appear. Yeah. So around that time, my brokerage was getting uh, Mark Leader flown in to teach Leader's Choice. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Have you heard of him? Uh, I don't think so. No. So he's like, he's like the, um, he's like the Kevin Ward okay. of Canada. Got it. So I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I guess he's like the B grade Kevin Ward. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but, he, but it was my first time ever like investing money like that Mm -hmm. to learn a skill like ever. And it was just kind of like crazy to me. Like I, I almost didn't do it, you know, but my broker who saw the potential in me, even when I had long hair, like, dude, my broker (laughs) is one of, I could say he's like, he's, he's a really good friend and he's, he's super cool. Like you'd really like him, but he, um, he was like, no dude, you have to do this. It was a thousand dollars for a three month program, Mm -hmm. similar to bold, not as, not as bold as bold, not, not on that level. But for me, it was exactly what I needed at that time. Yeah. And it taught me the skills that I needed. And it came with all these like CD discs, like it was very old school. And, and even the way he taught was old school, but I still got the book over here. Hold on. Let me show you. <laughs> Love it. So I still got it right here. It's pretty cheesy, but it's awesome. Dope Leader's dude. choice. Nice. And the dude actually Mark leader. Uh, called me after the class was done. He's like, dude, do you want to, do you want to teach for me? And that was very cool. But I I said no, because I, I wanted to sell real estate. That's like, yeah, what I wanted to do. Right. That's awesome, man. Cause I still actually in the closet over here, I still have the old Mike Ferry CDs because when I signed up for the coaching, you know, they give you the CDs and the workbooks and all that. So. Okay. All right. So, so funny story now, after that happened, uh, he actually flew in Mike Ferry 
to teach a two-day uh, weekend thing. Sweet. It was just two days. Nice. It was hilarious. He was such an asshole, but like so right about everything. And I got my broker, uh, who, like I said, he for some reason he he's always seen potential in me and my brother even before we saw the potential. And he um, at, at the second class. And let me know if I'm ranting too much, man. No, you're like, good. You're I'm good. I'm amped up right now. You're good. You're right. good. So on the on the first day, my broker invited me and my brother he said he said hey you guys uh i'm actually getting dinner with mike ferry and his wife do you guys wow. want to come it's, it's on me awesome and we're like uh does a bear shit in the woods uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so we we went and i could tell mike ferry was tired like you know he had been doing his thing all day and i could tell he just didn't really want to talk that much but the way the seating was i actually got to sit right next to him cool. and I asked him, I was like, so Mike Ferry, uh, what's, what's the million dollar advice you could give a young buck agent like me? Like, what's the one piece of advice that would help me out to, to be on the path to making a million dollars? And at the time I still, I had my haircut, but I had a lot of facial hair. Like I had like kind of a bushy beard and mustache. And he said, all right, so here's my million dollar advice. Shave that shit off your face. <laughs> And I was like, damn, all right. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't look professional. And I was like, okay, all right. So that night, me and my brother both uh, went home and we shaved our faces. It was the first time I had a clean shaven face in like years, like since high school. Wow. And we showed up and walked in there and he gave us a standing ovation in front of everybody. And he made it. I'm like, look what these guys did. I told them to do something. They did it. All right. They're going to go. They're going to go places. Love it, man. That, that, that's, uh, I mean, even if, for those of you who don't know Mike Ferry, that's him wrapped up in a nutshell right there. That direct response, shade that shit. It's not professional. That's so Mike Ferry. I love it, man. Yeah. So, all right, man. Uh, I love it. And, and by the way, you can go into as much detail as you want because that, that's the essence of the story we like hearing. You hit um, a year and a half. You say you're starving. You do this event, you know, the market leader thing. You want to sell real estate. Is it from that point on that you suddenly just start pouring in the sales or from that point where it turned what changed and then how did that next two three years look like so that's the point where it started to change it did not blow up it was not fast and like i said this is why i really resonated with roni's story because it was the slow and steady climb mm -hmm. uh but it's when i knew i needed to sharpen my sales skills especially um you know at the time i was really dealing with a lot of buyers and or after, after that point, I was dealing with buyers, but um, leader's choice is what made me realize that not only is it important to, you know, treat listing clients um, very professionally, but also the buyer clients, because up until that point, I was just, anybody who called me and wanted to see a house, I would rush over and show them it, you know, and like right. just spend a lot of time and gas, uh, you know, just fucking around. Yeah. And it was at that point where I'm like, oh, okay, you actually need to have a buyer's presentation. You actually should meet them before you show houses to them. Like, can you do that? What? And I started doing that and it, my results, that's what really helped me is just like, okay, yes, everybody we need to treat professionally. And if the buyer doesn't want to meet with you, then you have to decide if you actually want to work with them. Are they actually serious? And if they don't take you seriously, and how can you take them seriously? Right. 
Love it. So, um, is there maybe two or three things you can say that that point where it started growing, maybe two or three shifts that you made in specifically the actions you were taking or maybe mindset shifts that you made that you think attributed to now that climb starting to spark and gain momentum? Yeah. So, I mean, number one thing I attribute to almost everything, almost everything that's changed in my life in the past, you know, six or seven years was, um, reading the right books. I mean that, sure. you know, I, I, I have my bookcase right here. So many of them, you know, just, it's weird. Again, the, the phenomenon of things just appearing to you because think and grow rich, which is my absolute favorite one. Uh, I have like the Bible version. <laughs> knowledge. And knowledge, knowledge. <laughs> and this book, I actually, never even heard of and it wasn't recommended to me i just went in the bookstore and went this went to the self-help section and saw this book and was like dude that looks like a bible cool i'll get it and i got it and it, it it's really i've read it several times now and it's that's really what changed my life and just keep reading keep learning of course i looked up books that you recommended on your youtube video because i wanted to learn more like what's this Brian Casella guy? What, what's going through his head? I want to, I want to, you know, and relentless, one of the, one of the best. Um, and so books, number one, number two was, um, joining forces with my brother. So having that shift of like, okay, I don't have to do this just by myself. You know, we could, and working with family I found is, um, is incredible because I, we fully 100% trust each other. And when we get mad or get in an argument, it's very short lived. Like, you know, okay, fuck you. No, fuck you. And then the next day, all right, we good. All right. Yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> cause I don't know if you know this, but I actually left virtual properties realty, um, probably like four years ago. So after about two years into the business, um, I did go, my business picked up uh, uh, quite a bit. Then it slowed down a little and I kind of wanted to look for that quote unquote silver bullet. So I left my, my brokerage and went with a bigger team that's here in Gwinnett that's advertised on the radio and found out that they were highly unethical. <laughs> um, I won't go into details, but right. it just, it was different and it wasn't, you know, it, it gave me, it taught me not to trust people so easily, like, right, right. And let your guard down. Cool. Can you touch on that for like a minute or two? Cause what you said about working with your brother, a lot of people will recommend the exact opposite. They're like, well, don't work with family cause it's too difficult and they'll take advantage. Is there maybe some specific things you guys do to keep that relationship strong or does it just happen to flow between you two and it works? It just happens to flow and it works. And I think okay. one of the big parts of that, is like I said, ever since we were um, teenagers, we played in bands for like almost over a decade. And, you know, as, as a drummer and my brother plays guitar, there's a certain flow of things when you quote unquote jam with somebody for so long. Yeah. Like I would sometimes branch off and like jam with some of my friends who, you know, weren't my brother. Yeah. And 
it was just like kind of awkward. Like nobody knew where you were going and the transitions didn't flow. And, you know, when I'm jamming with my brother, it's like, we always knew exactly what we, what was going to happen next, even without even telling each other. Right. That's dope. So I think that's what carried into our business. Cool. Well, I mean, at least you're honest about that, right? When it flows, it flows. Yeah. Uh, so l- let's talk briefly for maybe a few minutes, the next couple of years, you know, what does the next two or three years look like for you? And then, you know, kind of let people know where you're at now and then where you project to be. And it could be even outside of real estate too. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, <laughs> look at the kitty cat. <laughs> Is that the new one? Yeah. It's a new one, man. It's a little uh, mini me, little mini me. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, is he good or is he a little shit? Nah, he's good. He's good. He was a little shit yeah. for the first couple of days, then he adjusted. Oh, yeah. They always are for a little bit, right? Yeah. Got to gotta learn his place. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Right now, let's see. Right now, we are to a point where we are looking to hire our, our first hiree. Um, cool. I, you know, people are hitting me up like, Oh, we could, we could be, uh, you know, can you hire us and we'll work from, from home. And, you know, I had a friend, uh, that was pregnant and she's like, yeah, yeah, I could work from home. I live on the other side of town and blah, blah, blah. But I am looking for people who could come into the office who we can meet up every morning and kind of read out our mantra. Um, and, and really just, I actually wrote a book. Um, it's 44 pages on the processes of how the Kalina brothers, help buyers and sellers and it's to our standard and it's something that when we do hire somebody it's going to be like a study guide and of course i'm going to quiz them over it let them know uh that they need to adhere to those standards so for the future uh long you know within the next few years my ultimate goal is to hire a team of a seal team six right i don't want to hire a huge a huge team because we've had, I've seen people in my part of town who have kind of been like, you know, around our same age range and they're kind of, (laughs) that cat's cracking me up, dude. Um, They're kind of, they're kind of like, you know, competitors and we'll see them and I'm not going to mention any names just out of respect, but we'll see their, their team name and they'll be like, Oh, look at our team. And they'll have 20 people in the freaking photo. Right. And it looks like, oh, wow, this dude's doing so good. And again, it's the compare game. I, you know, you shouldn't compare with anybody. This is why, you know, but it's like, oh, that dude's doing so good. He has 20 people on his team. Wow. And my brother and I were hosting an open house and one of his team members who we saw from the picture, she came into our open house and we said, oh, you're with uh, so-and-so's team. And she said, yeah. We're like, oh, how do you like it there? And she says, I, I don't like it at all. He, he overpromised and underdelivered, And honestly, we're not, we're not doing shit. Like he, he got us in his photo, but he's not teaching us anything. We're not getting right. any sales. And we're like, wow. And she said, um, uh, no, what happened? We, so months later we saw the same woman and she was working part-time at a coffee shop. And, and we were like, Oh, what happened with the team? And she said, I, I don't know. I don't even, do anything like I'm not even on it really, but I think I'm on it, but he never calls us or anything. And it's not really a team. He just used our pictures for the photo, you know? And so anyways, it's just, I don't, that's not what I want. You know, like I don't want the, the, the foundation built on, what does the Bible say? The foundation built on sand. 
I want the foundation built on rock and to be a solid foundation and keep it small, keep the circle small, you know, no more than five or six super agents doing a phenomenal job. Love that, man. So first question, the Kalina brothers Bible, is that available for people to see or is that classified information? (laughs) We actually were talking about um, making it into a training course. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, not, not the same as modern success, right? Not, not the same, but something that maybe could supplement it, right? Something. So, uh, but we'll, it's still in the editing phase, but, um, but I am pretty proud of, you know, what I've conveyed through it. So yeah, maybe, maybe one day it will. Cool, man. Awesome. Appreciate that. So as we wrap it up, dude, uh, if you want to plug a way for people to contact you, any social media, you know, your Instagram or YouTube that you want to personally promote. Cool. Well, of course, all of my modern successors, you guys, if you know anybody moving to Georgia, you know, particularly Atlanta or Gwinnett, the Kalina brothers are here for any of your clients. We'll take amazing care of them, of course. And you could find us on Facebook is our, you know, is huge. The Kalina brothers. And my Instagram is Joseph Kalina. Look for the guy, the picture of the guy in the suit with the big uh, smile. (laughs) And, um, and that's it, you know, Dope, man. Well, hey, dude, I appreciate you doing this. We'll definitely do another one because I know we're a little restricted on time because I have to jump on the other lecture right now. But yeah, I was yeah. ranting and raving, man. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but see, that, that that's what makes it the best, man. And that's why I told you I keep it informal because that, that's the story we want to hear. You know, we don't want to hear a classic interview of me just rifling off questions and you giving the same answers that everybody else gives, you know, because that, that doesn't help anybody. Like even yeah. the detail, the detail of you sitting at 3 a.m. with your brother, you know, shooting the airsoft guns that's the stuff that people need to hear. And they probably would look at you and never think you ever did something like that in the past. Right. Cause maybe they're yep. sitting there doing it as they listen to this. So right. hey. that's the cool part, man. That's the cool <laughs> part. So again, dude, thank you. I really appreciate you doing this dude. And uh, again, if you guys have any referrals for Atlanta and that surrounding area, definitely hit up Joseph and his brother and I'll leave all his stuff in the description for you guys to uh, check out. I'm also going to send you a copy of this interview as well. If you want to post it on your stuff. Okay. Cool. Awesome, dude. Thank you, Joseph. As always, guys, as we wrap up now, uh, this podcast, Supreme Being, is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you guys have any real estate needs in Southern California or you need us to refer you to bosses like the Kalina Brothers, go to teambcsold.com and give us a message. Number two, if you guys are in real estate and you want to partner with me and my team, go to partner with Team BC to check out that opportunity. And lastly, if you want to join our thriving, successful, that's the key, successful community, and supportive community of modern success, you can go to briancasella.com, check out the link in my bio on Instagram, or just Google it because you'll find it. All right. Thank you guys. Every Monday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Center time. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.